0: Welcome. You're listening to Talk About Healthy Living. I am so pleased to have you join me today. If you've been suffering frequently from stomach aches, bloating, gas, cramps, or even headaches... This episode is for you. I'll be discussing why you may just need to pay closer attention to the stress levels in your life and how to better manage feelings that cause stress. You may feel overwhelmed, worried, frustrated, or fearful. I'll share with you how this internal turmoil may be causing your digestive imbalances, and I'll give you a few simple fixes. I'm your host, Peggy Sealfan, an internationally known personal development coach. I'm trained by world masters in Eastern and Western traditions. I share a blend of strategies from ancient wisdom and modern science. Here's the truth stress is really great. You heard me right. It's great for helping us survive threats and dangers in the world it's like a built-in biological alarm system that protects us when you feel afraid or fearful stress hormones are released in the amygdala this little tiny part of the brain that prepares the body to fight or flee from the danger cortisol adrenaline pump up the heart rate increase blood pressure increase energy flow into the extremities, that way you have the power to fight or run. In fact, that's how people exhibit super strengths like a hundred pound woman who miraculously is able to lift up a car because her child is trapped beneath. Amazing feats can take place when it's a question of life or death. As these increased energies are pumped into the muscles of our arms and legs, non-essential functions are shut down. Guess what? Your digestive system is considered non-essential. After all, if you're running from a Bengal tiger, you likely won't give two hoots about digesting your recent meal because you just don't want to end up being this animal's next meal, right? The stress response is intended for only short bursts of time, just long enough so you survive and then reset to balance, re-enter homeostasis with everything in your system working well again. Here's the challenge. We now experience high stress in the world we live in today, and it's relentless. We're bombarded by the news media, uncertainties of our very existence, financial challenges, personal safety from illnesses, and so forth and so on. We lack coping skills. As a result, we remain in this state of high alert. To make matters worse, Many Americans eat poorly and eat on the run, which again is very stressful and compromises digestion. So the answer to the question posed in the title of this podcast is, yes, stress levels may actually be killing your digestion. Non-stop stress ruins the ability for our digestive system to work properly. The result, if you don't stop the stress, is truly horrible long-term effects developing things like diarrhea, constipation, and nausea. These can all become regular occurrences and are very unpleasant, I'm sure. If you're experiencing it, you know. Even worse, you can develop illnesses. In fact, your immune system is also considered a non-essential survival function when you're in the heat of dangers. So you're more prone to colds, flu, cancers heart issues, strokes, and much more. In addition, you can feel really exhausted because you're not sleeping from all the stress. So what can you do about it? Simple, reduce the stress in your life. It's important to be aware of the triggers and all the things that might be disturbing to you. Then you can begin to learn practices that train you to stop reacting to all these externals or sometimes internal troubling influences. First and foremost, make time to eat properly. Try to make healthy choices. Stick with foods that have quality nutrition, avoid sugars, diet drinks, and stuff we know is harmful and has no nutritional value. Take time to eat mindfully. Chew your food slowly and completely. Many foods actually need the saliva in your mouth to start the whole digestive process consider, too, you may have food sensitivities. Your body will react in, well, unpleasant ways. A simple way to test foods, and I'd like to share it with you. It's so cool. Get yourself an oximeter. It's about $15 at your local pharmacy. It's a device you put on a finger, and it measures your heartbeat and oxygen levels. In the morning, before you have anything to eat or drink, Test your levels with the oximeter. Then take a bite of the food you suspect may be causing bad reactions. Then retest with the oximeter. If your readings don't change, you're not sensitive to that food. But if the readings rocket higher, you'll know. Of course, you can only test one food item per day. But if you did it daily, well, you'd be able to test over 25 foods by the end of the month. So I was told I have a sensitivity to citrus, but the exact variety couldn't be determined. So one morning I tested lemon, took a bite, no change in my readings. Next day I tested an orange. OMG, I could not believe how my readings soared. So it was obvious. Well, I thought oranges were healthy. For me, they create an inflammatory reaction in my body. So now I know and I've stopped eating oranges or drinking orange juice. So now let's look specifically at how to reduce stress levels. Of course, there are a multitude of ways to do this. I'm going to share with you the easiest and quickest, which is learning to relax through breathing exercises and quieting the mind. I offer you a three-minute-to-de-stress audio that you can download onto your smartphone and use it regularly. I recommend listening multiple times a day, especially in the beginning, and then at least once a day thereafter. The more you practice, the more you benefit. And I'll post a link in the show notes. I'll also share a link to a free audio, a gratitude meditation, which is also extremely calming. Other ways to reduce stress are doing exercise, even just fast walking for 15 minutes can help. Try singing and dancing. Put on some great music and just let yourself go. Take a warm bath with essential oils like lavender, which is very calming. Whatever you choose, you need to practice it often so that you condition yourself into experiencing the relaxation response. Your body will crave that more and more So it'll become more of a habit. Personally, I like the breathing practice the absolute most because you can do it anywhere, anytime. You have all you need built into your anatomy. So that's my preference. But again, you cannot do it once and think, hey, I've got it. Habits take 30 to 90 days to form. So this would be a great one to adopt. And let's face it, we all get caught up in work or projects and get absorbed in what we're doing and we forget. So what I recommend to my clients is to put reminders on their calendar. I have it on mine at 10 o'clock in the morning and I have a reminder come up again at three o'clock in the afternoon. I call these time outs. This is an interrupter to really change a certain pattern of behavior that can lead to stress. By taking these brief breaks, even just for a couple of minutes, you actually expand time because as you come back to the project, you'll find yourself more efficient, more productive, more creative. So try it. If you'd like to learn more life changing coping skills, consider taking my online one hour program, Mind Body Fitness for Life or a more hand-holding, day-by-day, intensive approach is available through my 14-day challenge to feel younger, fitter, and lighter. The one-hour program is on March 1st. The 14-day challenge starts April 18th. In just two weeks, you'll begin to establish really optimal habits that feed your body and mind and take less than one hour to do every day. I hope you benefited from your time with me today. I'm sending you love and light, and I invite you to join me again next week for another episode of Talk About Healthy Living.